Good evening. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. Today is Saturday, May 16th, and we begin with words of comfort from Hebrews 13, verse 5, where we're reminded that God has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. We pray. O Lord, when you created the world, you put a rhythm of evening and morning into the day. Evening has come again, a time for rest and refreshment before facing a new day. Yet rest does not always refresh the spirit, and sleep does not always comfort soul and body as you intend them to. It has been said that you have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our soul is restless until it finds rest in you. Let me rest in you. I confess to you the sins of the day, the rebellions and errors, the intentional sins and the unintentional sins. These are at the root of what disturbs my rest, and I lay them before you, trusting in Christ crucified as my only hope. Cleanse me and make me know your grace, forgiveness, and peace once again, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Our Catechism Reflection uh, wraps up the First Commandment this evening. The First Commandment says, You shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. God's law always accuses us of our sins. No matter how hard we try to keep the law, it always acts like a manager that that notices that one thing that you missed, pointing it out with disappointment that the job was, in fact, not done rightly. Tomorrow morning, we will gather for worship. Yes, once again, our worship will be on YouTube uh, and not in person, but we will still be led to confess our sins. And as we do so, perhaps this week, we might take a little extra notice of how we break the first commandment as we confess our sins. And we think about that first commandment, which says, you shall have no other gods. God's law functions in three ways as it accuses us. It curbs our behavior, telling us to stop. It reflects our actions, thoughts, and words back to us to show us our sins. And it also guides us, saying in effect, this is the way you should go. How has the first commandment acted as a curb for you this week? Has it shown you limitations on your ability to bring about the good you desire? Has it shown you that you cannot defend yourself as thoroughly as you thought? How has the first commandment acted as a mirror for you? Has it revealed a lack of fear for the Lord and his will? Has it revealed that your love is not as it should be? Has it revealed that your faith and trust are perhaps not as strong as they should be? Has it revealed that there are things that you fear, love, and trust more than you fear, love, and trust God? How has the first commandment acted as a guide for you? Have you heard in this command the echoes of God's promise that he will provide for you? Indeed, he has given his son to do for you what you could not do. Jesus kept the law perfectly. Then he bore your sins on the cross and gave you his holiness. So let this command guide you to confess your sins humbly, 
yes, but also confidently, trusting that the God you fear and love indeed wants you to wants to do good for you and be your refuge from all the evils of the world. We pray, but deliver us from evil. Dear Father, please rescue us from every evil of body and soul, possessions and reputation. And finally, when our last hour comes, give us a blessed end and graciously take us from this valley of sorrows to heaven, where we will live eternally with you and with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for being with me this evening. May God bless you with peaceful rest tonight. And tomorrow morning, I'll have a couple of short devotions, but I hope that you'll actually join us for worship. Uh, there'll be links uh, to the worship services, uh, and uh, I'd like to say I'll see you there, but uh, hopefully you'll see me there. God's blessings.